Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Happy March. We're, we're marching, everybody. Happy March. Uh, happy March 9th. Happy spring training. I hope you've all been able to watch some uh, some live baseball. This is Bay Bay Baseball. I'm Tyler Hall. And I'm Clayton Broda, representing the East Bay side of things. Uh, <laughs> how's, uh, how's everything looking over there, Tyler? Is this the, is this the spring training that... Uh, ev- everything that you imagined and, and dreamed of for the San Francisco Giants this year? I mean, basically all I imagine for spring training is getting to hear Crook and Kipe and Miller and Flem and that all the Giants stay healthy. So uh, for the most part, I'm, I'm having the, the, the spring training of my dreams right now. How about you, Clay? <laughs> I, I would say I, I'm enjoying it. I've, I've got a um, few guys that – A's, uh, A's broadcast that have been uh, doing a few spring training games and uh, whether or not um, it's going to be a, a telltale sign um, of the rest of the season. Uh, A's, A's have had a, a nice look at a few of the players that we're definitely um, either going to see on opening day or some injuries that, you know, may have plagued us in the past. Um, and I think the exciting thing, probably the number one thing that, you know, that we're most excited about is, uh, Sounds like ballparks are going to be opening up by April 1st. Perfect time for the Battle of the Bang, as we're starting to call it over in Oakland. And that's uh, the Astros showing up to the Oakland Coliseum on April 1st. So I am planning on bringing a trash can lid. I got the flex tickets. A's are selling their packs of tickets and in two to four person pods. You can't go as one person. You can't go as three people. You can't go as five people. Um, I mean, you can go as three and one, but you got to spend two tickets and four tickets accordingly. So um, I'm just stoked. I, I bought 32 tickets. I'm just excited to be in the stadium. I don't care if I'm all the way up in the nosebleeds. I might prefer to be there with uh, social distancing. Um, but I, I think I, I'm pretty stoked. I, I don't know if you're, you know, I know. you Are, are they taking the tarps off so they can fit more people? That's they haven't. So they haven't sold those tickets yet, but it's probably likely that they'll take the tarps off. Uh, so we may see an opened up Mount Davis, um, which, as you know, as fans or anybody that's been to the Coliseum knows that that rarely, if ever, happens. So pretty exciting. The air's so clean up there. It's slightly cleaner, slightly above the Oakland fog. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be conducting air quality tests from the top of the Mount Davis. Um, <laughs> for against any sewage, any sewage, or we'll be testing the lights, um, actually up there, uh, making sure nothing goes out this season. <laughs> yeah, lights going out have worked well for the A's in recent years. Yeah, you know, actually, that is when Mike fires through his uh, infamous no hitter a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, you know, another A's news. I mean, actually, a lot of excitement. The latest rendering of the new ballpark, the uh, ecological committee went through the lawsuit was dropped um if you guys are unfamiliar with that story schnitzer steel is kind of the big name on it but several of the uh companies out there on the dock um and howard terminal that already kind of owns the property out there uh they're they're banding together and trying to get the a's uh to either slow them down or derail them on building this new ballpark a lot of them want them to go back to the coliseum but um everybody knows and as dave cavall's headed over and over again as the president he's right uh, the best spot for a ballpark is going to be downtown in the metro area. 
uh, where people have access to the local, you know, economy and can go to local bars and then they'll try and clean up the safety around the train tracks down there in Jack London Square. Um, so this is just obviously it's just it's, it would be a good community improvement project and a lot of people are, are very interested um, and then it would give them an opportunity to relook at the Coliseum site and maybe make that, a, you know, um, a better community place for people in East Oakland. So I'm, I'm really all for it. Um, I even got into it with a, with a writer over on uh, the athletic, the, the editor, Tim Kawakami. He blocked me on Twitter. I didn't mean to be so mean, Tim. Um, you probably will never, ever listen to our podcast. But uh, if you're out there, Tim, um, uh, I'm not a bootlicker because I like the team without liking the president. So I'll just I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I think you mentioned too that some of those companies were making like fake Twitter accounts to to kind of not, make it look like more people opposed the stadium, right? Not fake Twitter, but uh, they they make it sound like a coalition. So be aware if you know you're on Twitter and you see like East Bay Coalition and it's you know got like you know three or four followers and it's probably one of you know these companies making it seem like there's a social you know, media push to not have the A's ballpark. But it's pretty clear that most people would like to see the ballpark happen at Howard Terminal. Um, and it's it's mostly big companies that that own those areas around and, and use them for shipping. And, you know, obviously not very environmentally friendly things or even community friendly activities um, like a ballpark and, and uh, affordable housing would do um, over there. Not that it would all be affordable housing. We know how that goes. But um, I think that, you know, trying to make that a ballpark an epicenter for for traffic and people coming downtown Oakland. Um, obviously, this is the improvement that the city wants to see. Definitely. And, so yeah. I've said it before, I'm, I'm not an A's fan by any stretch of the imagination, but the, the Bay Area uh, baseball and sports scene in general is just better with them here. So hopefully they figure something out because the Coliseum is not a long term solution there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, too, bad, too bad they let the Raiders come in a couple times and just destroy it and then leave. Again. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, exactly. Good riddance. They're we're not they're not excited about having the Raiders and and Warriors kind of you know jumping on their you know uh, or at least uh, uh, I would say over overwhelming the site you know with the, with their activities and just kind of giving the A's their own kind of gem in Oakland that they deserve. Um, they're they're much more uh, community oriented team, I would say. Uh, but you know, that being said, I, you know, I'm wondering, you know, when is, when are they going to get the new giants ballpark? I mean, that you guys just play in a dump every, every week. I, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been pretty <laughs> rough. I, I'm sick of it. And, uh, the, the giants fans out here deserve better. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. You heard this, could it. Be, this could be a really long podcast. So I'm just going to okay. stick up for my fellow giants fans, <laughs> get the ballpark done. And, <laughs> you know, you, who needs water near a ballpark? I yeah, Bay Area and water. Let's just drain the bay. <laughs> Have player player uh, games at the bottom. <laughs> exactly. So let's let's get back to to spring training for a second and kind of just I know the, the games like uh, whose line is it anyway? Where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Uh, but talking about some spring training results, how how are the A's looking? Anyone you're uh, you're glad to see doing well or kind of concerned that they're struggling right now? You know, uh, I, I haven't seen anybody struggling or, you know, in, in that sense per se. And I think that these guys all do pretty well in a low-key environment, obviously. Um, that Having no fans in the stadium didn't mess with them last year. So spring training, they, they really get a chance to relax and 
Um, I'd say the funnest one to watch has been Buddy Reed. Uh, he's averaging, you know, one highlight per game. Either he's knocking it out of the park or he's making some real amazing throws out of the outfield, channeling a little bit of laser Loriano out there. Uh, but Buddy Reed, um, a lot of people are really concerned uh, about his poor at-bats in the minors. Um, and then, you know, of course, he punches a couple homers last week. So, uh I'm going to be disappointed if he doesn't get into the roster very quickly. Bo Mills saying that there's a couple guys before him. I'm hoping this isn't something where they're trying to bleed out his contract a little bit and trying not to pay him more. But um, I certainly, like a lot of fans, like to see Buddy Reed um, on the field as, as quickly as possible. Uh, other notables, uh, Sky Bolt has started to make appearances. I uh, made a fantastic diving catch today out there. Um, and that's probably his best save he's made since he deleted his Twitter account. Oh, um, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're yet to hear from uh, from Kai Tom, um, Kai Blaze Tom. Everybody uh, as kind of another notable name that's going to um, hopefully be in the A's outfield. He's he's uh, got an oblique injury, no scheduled return date, so I'm not quite sure when uh, we'll we'll hear from him next, but. Another impressive new A um, is uh, with the unfortunate passing of Dick Callahan, the PA announcer. Um, congratulations to Amelia Schimmel. She is going to be the 2021 season A's announcer. She's an Oakland native um, and will be pretty exciting. That uh, And I believe uh, the PA announcer for the Giants is, is also female. Yeah, Ronell Brooks-Moon. She's been doing it for decades over here. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome that uh... – Actually, uh, after we kind of had our little uh, pre-meeting and we s- separated to get lined up here, I remember that uh, tweet. I think you uh, we retweeted it from the the podcast where earlier. I saw this, and it's pretty awesome that you know both Bay Area teams have uh, female PA uh, announcers and, uh, and coaches too. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. We're at the forefront. I mean, I don't really care if you're you know, man or woman, if you're great at your job, you know, more power to you. So it's awesome. I look forward to, uh, I don't know if it'll be this year. I'm not sure if I'll make it out to any games in Oakland, uh, with the little guy, but, uh, you know, I'll be, I look forward to getting out there hopefully by 2022 and, uh, hearing, uh, hearing her announce some lineups and, uh, hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll probably get to Oracle for a couple games at least this year. So I can, uh, hear Rennell again but yeah that's that's great news yeah absolutely I mean this it would be great if Tyler didn't have to be there to relentlessly mock me at the Bay Area baseball game um at the Battle of the Bridge uh oh, I, you're right. I might <laughs> have to make an appearance for our bet you know Tyler might have I think I think I think uh the missus would understand that this bet has been going for two years now and it's time to collect it is. I, th- I think it is time for Tyler to finally collect, and then I can finally make a new bet. Um, and hopefully, we'll get we'll get to see the other way. Or, or I finally make the bet, and then the Giants have like their you know one of their magical runs. So um, <laughs> that's just probably more likely with my luck. Uh, just a quick. I mean, anybody um, anybody else that you're you're looking that uh, fantastic breakouts this that you think is going to happen this season? So I mean. Looking at at the Giants so far, I mean, no, no real uh, pitching feats to talk about. I think the most innings anyone's thrown for the Giants right now is is three innings. You know, everyone's just, especially pitchers. You know, they're working on pitches. They're not really always necessarily pitching to the situation or to the hitter. They're working on. They go out with a certain 
pitch in mind or, you know, certain sequences they want to work on. And so I'm not really too concerned with the pitchers as long as they stay healthy, but uh, over on, uh, on the offensive side, there's a couple concerns I have uh, Longo, uh, Evan Longoria has had some plantar fasciitis issues. Yeah, he's only been able to DH, which uh, last year would have been fine. This year in the National League is going to be a problem if he can't uh, take the field. So, you know, hopefully he heals up in time for the regular season. And then uh, Brandon Belt, still they say he's been battling an illness. Uh, from what I've seen, they haven't released what it is yet. All they've said is it's not COVID, but uh, hopefully he gets healthy too. You know, it's his uh, his last year under contract, if he even makes it to the end. I, mean, I would love Farhan to work some swindle god magic and uh flip him at the deadline he'd be i think he i think he's one of the guys on the giants who would really benefit from a change of scenery especially if he went to like pretty much anywhere in the al or anything hit hit against some of those in those parks um but some guys doing well we got jason vossler who's uh i think he was Farhan's first signing this offseason who's been hitting really well. I've seen some great memes uh, online about him. Uh, There's one where it listed like the top 10 players of all time. And then they sneak Jason Bossler in at like number six. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's hitting, he has uh, the most at bats on the team right now. Uh, so, you know, caps giving him a really good look. He's been hitting really well. Um, and then uh, Elliot Ramos, you know, he's hitting the crap out of the ball. Um, says he has three home runs out. I forget if he hit one earlier, if he must have hit one today, but he, he had a two home run game on Sunday. Um, I saw one highlight from the game today, at least where he missed an, a home run to right by about a foot and he's a righty. So, I mean, if he, and one of his home runs on Sunday was to right. So he, he's showing power to all fields. And then uh, Joey Bart, finally, he never hit a home run uh, with the big league team last year. He's got one in spring and, and, it, you know, it looked pretty well, uh, looked, you know, awesome. So, you know, hopefully, I think he'll uh, get some time in AAA, hopefully to kind of get comfortable again and then come up later. But it's good to see him kind of finding his own too. So, you know, some I'm kind of happy that some of my concerns are the old guys and some of the guys I'm excited about how they're performing so far are the young guys because that's the, the Giants' future and those guys are going to need to show up uh, sooner or later to turn this thing around. Yeah, absolutely. We've, it seems like we've taken all your old guys. I, we're, we're, we're currently rocking Garcia. So we got Romo. We got Petit. Um, so t- taking a page out of the, uh, uh, <laughs> taking, taking the old guys out of SF and we're trying to work them on our young guys or work them on the young guys over in a, on the A's. So hopefully that's, uh, that's, I mean, obviously that's Bo Mills kind of MO. Um, Sergio Romo's not old. He's timeless. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. El Mechon. El Mechon. <laughs> no, that's part of, I mean, maybe I do need to get to an A's game this year and just hope he pitches so I can hear El Machon again. <laughs> Absolutely. And that, that should bang at the Coliseum. You know it. Uh, <laughs> Everything bangs at the Coliseum. It does. Um, what, uh, one thing, <laughs> kind of an interesting notable back for the A's is uh, Jed, Jed Lowry got a little time at the plate <laughs> today for the A's. Um, I always laugh just whenever Jed comes up because he did very well. Um, the A's will remember him um, as a very great second baseman, and they're clearly hopeful that he's going to be number one at second base. As much as I, you know, really like Pinder and Kemp, I they're clearly just trying to feed Jeb uh, Jed back in. So Jeb, please clap. Um, <laughs> let's hope he's not at an expensive injury, um, and you know he'll probably end up being DH if he doesn't end up at second base. So. Uh, the just the inevitable Jed Lowry um, is going to be an interesting thing to watch this year. 
Uh, I'd also like to see Kemp, um, Tony Kemp, obviously the second runner for second base. Um, he's looking great in the box. He's getting on big on base. Um, made a couple good contact swings uh, during spring training, but that's what he did last year, and he tended to falter a little bit in the regular season. So um, here's going for you, Tony Kemp. We'll see if you can you can pull out of this one. Just like to see you be you know an Altuve type guy, um, hopefully without the cheating. Uh, and then Matt Chapman's looking great. Uh, he returned from his injury. Um, he, he went out uh, in September last year, wasn't able to go into the playoffs. Um, he had to get hip surgery. And uh, last week we saw him making a very, very nice dive and catch and throw over to first base, um, kind of his signature, uh, his signature style over at third base. Um, so it'll be It'll be great to see uh, him come through. And then Sean Murphy with his bizarre punctured lung. Um, hopefully he comes through. So these are all guys we want to see hitting, hitting big home runs this year. Sean Murphy, Matt Chapman, uh, Chad Pinder, Mark Canna. Um, we just had Olsen and Chapman hit back-to-back jacks uh, last Sunday on uh, off the Cleveland starter. Um, they were practicing with virtual reality, um, as many teams are doing nowadays. Uh, but right after checking out his pitches on virtual reality, they went out and hit some back-to-back jacks. So hopefully that's a sign of uh, of things to come um, when we're getting into the season. Hopefully that's actual reality, and not, <laughs> not virtual just spring reality. training slash virtual reality. And then as far as pitching, you know, we still we got to see finally Chris Bassett, Seabass tomorrow um, up on the mound. Still need to see Lazardo. Still need to see Manea. Still need to see Montes. Um, still need to see Puck and you know, we'll have to see Mike Fires at some point. Uh, so just, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of things to come. So on our next podcast, I, we should have a little more clear idea of what that, that opening day roster is going to look like. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, just kind of give everyone a, uh, an idea of what we're going to be looking at. We're uh, hoping to do another, uh, another pod here in about a week and a half, two weeks, kind of have a little bit more uh, spring training to digest. And then we'll have uh, near the end of the month, we'll have a, spring full spring recap and kind of like a preview for the season maybe you'll get some uh, hot take bold predictions from clay and i and then uh we'll be hitting you up uh once a week during the regular season with uh some recaps some predictions and talking some bay bay baseball so you know we're we're getting closer to opening day and i hope you guys are as excited as we are yeah absolutely and over there on the east bay side too so one time shout out for the for the Bay Area, and uh, you know we'll see if those Warriors can make some damage happen this year too. <laughs> Absolutely, let's just the Bay Area is going to go. Absolutely, off. hey Bay Bay, hey Bay Bay, and uh, thank you as always to our good friend Hurricane Chris Muito Obrigado. <laughs> Until next time, Mom, we love Muito you. Muito Obrigado. Hey, Thanks, hey, Mom. Bay. hey Bay Bay. Hey Bay Bay. Everybody, everybody. Hey, baby. Hey, baby.